This is Primetime Sports, WGNS Murfreesboro, on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, streaming worldwide on WGNSSports.com, and, and always at, at the, game. The, 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 the game. It's where you've had breakfast with the coaches since 1992. It's the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country. We'll talk to the coaches about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. Now from News Radio WGNS, it's the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coaches Corner. Welcome in to the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coaches Corner, our final show of the uh, season. And uh, it's going to be a, a short show, just one guest today. And we're going to have uh, a fun time catching up with Chris Harris. He is the uh, athletics director for Rutherford County Schools. And uh, Chris, good to catch up with you this morning. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm glad to glad to be here. Glad to talk with you. Well, uh, I thought it would be a, a great opportunity just to catch up with you. And uh, you've been around Rutherford County Athletics for a long time. I I never knew that we would uh, have a day when we really, really desperately needed a full time athletics director, and and here we are, and we do. And uh, so that's that's got to be a, a fun position for you to be in. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, uh, these uh, I started in July, July first, and I mean I pretty much hit the ground running. It's a uh, it's it's a lot of uh, so many sports, uh, middle school, high school. Um, there are a lot of things you have to deal with when you're dealing with budgets and uh, the fiscal issues and the coaches and uh, there's so many. Our county is growing so fast. And there's so many athletes, and we just have so many outstanding student athletes and. So many outstanding coaches, uh, so many sports, and you know Rutherford County has always uh, uh, performed uh, with such a high standard of excellence throughout the decades. And so uh, it's just a, a great time uh, for athletes. Uh, it's a great time, uh, and I, I guess it probably was overdue for a full-time athletic director. Yeah, I, I think you're you're right about that. Let's talk a little bit more about you because we have so many. Uh, people that move into Rutherford County, and uh, you know they they may not know the Chris Harris history. So uh, share a little bit about where you went to school, and 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 take us up through your coaching time, if you would. Yeah, just quickly. Uh, I mean, I uh, my personal background. I was a military brat. Uh, I I uh, was actually born in Augusta, Georgia, on a, at Fort Gordon. Uh, my father was in the military, and he served twenty years, and we were overseas, and Italy and uh, traveled around, and uh, but we moved back to Augusta in 1968, and then I uh, moved to, my father got a teaching job at Knoxville College, an HBCU there, and uh, my mom was an t- educator herself, and we moved to Tennessee in uh, 1972, which was around my seventh grade year, and that's how I got to Tennessee, and uh, I played basketball in Knoxville, and I got recruited out of uh, uh, from MTSU, and that's pretty much what brought me into this area. Uh, so uh, playing at middle, and uh, you know, I've been a Blue Raider, I kind of su- support a fan, and so forth. And uh, but when I graduated, I went to the retail and restaurant industry, and uh, back in uh, the late or early nineties, uh, probably around nineteen ninety, I decided to go back and get my student teaching and teaching certificate. And, uh, I started teaching at Galton High School in 1992, and I started coaching there as assistant basketball coach. I was there for two years, and then I was. What brought me to Rutherford County was working under Billy Mooney at Smyrna High School. 
uh, that's how I got there. So uh, that that's kind of what brought me into the uh, into Rutherford County. I've been here for 28 years, as far as education is concerned, and uh, uh, that's and I've been coaching at R- Smyrna, Riverdale, uh, Holloway, and then I got the head coaching job at Siegel. Uh, so I was there coaching up until 2008. But I've been around athletics for so long. I know a lot of the coaches in this area, and uh, it's just um, so. Even the, even when I wasn't coaching, I was always t- talking with the coaches and uh, trying to be a mentor to them. And believe it or not, I was a game administrator for the soccer t- for soccer. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I learned I learned a lot about uh, soccer uh, being a game administrator for about four or five years uh, after I uh, stopped coaching. So I was a game administrator out at Siegel for the boys so uh that was a uh, kind of an interesting thing so uh I, I i got talked into doing that and then i realized i said wait a minute i thought it's supposed to be warm when it's uh soccer <laughs> soccer it was freezing out there that those first couple of games i was out there but uh it was uh i learned a lot about soccer and how hard those guys work and uh they have a lot of fan support and parents and so forth and i think that's the main thing i learned a lot or learn a lot about here in Rutherford county is when you get outside of your bubble of basketball, how much parents and how much uh, support they have for all the other sports, it's equal. Uh, that's one thing I've noticed about being an athletic director. I don't care if it's swimming, wrestling, cheerleading, uh, the passion that they have in volleyball, all the sports that you have, middle school and high school, the passion is the same no matter what. We've got Chris Harris joining us today, Rutherford County Athletics Director. I bet you've got a lot of Billy Mooney stories. Oh, <laughs> yeah, quite a few Billy Mooney stories. He's, uh, that guy, he is something else. He's a, a great guy, though. Uh, he could keep you laughing, but uh, he, he was a great friend, and uh, he still is a great friend and a mentor uh, as well, but he was a good guy. I enjoyed work with him as well. I guess that was from back in the when you were at Gallatin. Of course, Smyrna would play Gallatin in the district, and maybe how you forged a relationship to get you in the county altogether. Yeah, and the odd thing was, uh, uh, I was living in Smyrna, and uh, I uh, so when I was an assistant coach at Gallatin, uh, just so happened uh, our sons were playing uh, uh, t-ball or something like that at Smyrna Rec Center. Uh, the the Smyrna Rec League, and I just saw, happened to see him because I I knew he was the head coach, and he he said he had a freshman freshman uh, basketball position, head coaching position opening, and he said, "Would you like? Uh, would you be interested?" Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, "Let's see. Am I going to drive to Gallatin every day, or just you know, drive a mile or two to Smyrna?" So <laughs> <laughs> Smyrna High School. So that was kind of like a no brainer, and that's that's how I ended up uh, at Smyrna High School. Easy decision and I, there. I really enjoyed that experience there working uh, with Mr. Rakes and uh, being at Smyrna High. Well, I, I did want to ask you, too, about what was it like to open up a, a, a brand-new school and be the first coach in uh, a program? That had, to, that had to have a whole different feel to it uh, when you went to Siegel. Well, that, that's something that is it, hard to put into words. The passion, the... Uh, uh, the excitement, the students who uh, were there those first uh, four or five years, with it's just, uh, you can't really put it into words how, how people were so excited. And then uh, when basketball took off, the fan support that we had from our student body, how we would 
we would have, uh, when we would go to White County, I'd look up and we'd have 50, 60 kids up there in White County on a Tuesday night. You know, that's <laughs> that was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And uh, the football team was getting support. There was, and uh, I had a student teacher who, uh, uh, was, I think was my third year, I had a student teacher in my U.S. history class. And he told me, he said, uh, Coach Harris, I've never been at a school where I see so many people wearing, students wearing the school colors. So there were so many students who were wearing seagull gear, seagull shirts, just the students. So the passion they had for the school when it first opened, he just couldn't believe that. He couldn't see all the, all these students that had on seagull shirts, whether it be the baseball team, football team, or the, some club, or just seagull nation, just period. They just... He was just uh, kind of dumbfounded by that. He couldn't believe that people would be so passionate about their school. But that's the way it, wa- the way it was those first few years. Yeah, and you had tremendous success right out of the gates, too. So, I mean, that that had to help. But, you know, just buying the first uniforms, we've got to get basketballs, we need chair. I mean, just all the things that you have to go through. I'm sure you can... Uh, when we build the next school here, which I'm sure is around the corner, we're, we're building schools all the time. That experience will will help you. Yes, it will, and uh, you know, making sure things are done <clears throat> done the right way, and uh, you know, I think that's part of what uh, when you're building. Uh, I would like to see, uh, and I hope this is what happens. And, and I'm I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but you know, whenever you get to the athletic side. You know, whether it be in the gyms, whether it be uh, football fields or baseball fields or whatever it may be, you uh, somebody uh, with a sports mind, a mindset, needs to be involved in that uh, to make sure that things are done the right way, and uh, you know they have some input. You know, if the coach is already hired or something like that, that they can look and see. Because sometimes I think those things happen after the fact, and. You know, you never know sometimes what you're going to get or that kind of thing. So it, it does uh, play a part in it. And I'm going to tell you, when you you have a small budget to work with to get uniforms and shoes, it, uh, it kind of makes it limited on what you can get and what you want for your kids. And, they all, and most coaches, want they all want the best stuff for their for their athletes. Yeah. Uh, when, when you took this job in July, Chris, you had been at Siegel since the, the doors opened. I, I'm sure that that was – Maybe a, a tough decision for you. Kind of walk us through what what was going through your mind at that point. Yeah, that was. Uh, I, I struggled with that because, uh, I, for one, I've always been around kids, and uh, that's uh, that was something uh, a passion for me. I, I really had to pray a lot about that. Um, but uh, I, I guess the plus side of it was that I was going to be around athletics, and I missed. Uh, I didn't realize how much I missed being around athletes, uh, the athletic side, coaches, talking with them, uh, talking with these athletic directors just um, and then administrators as well, uh, just talking about sports. Um, I've missed a lot of – I've missed it, and I'm passionate about it. And But the, it was a – it took a, a while for me to, you know, to – um, come to that decision uh, uh, because uh, teaching is something I love too. I, I love teaching. I love being around my students, and uh, that's what was a passion for me. Is that 
you know, I, I, these teenagers, they, uh, you know, some people say, well, how could you teach high school? What's, what's, I, I don't see how you do that. I used to get those questions all the time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of high school teachers get those questions. But to me, uh, I mean, that's the, that's a, they're a great group of kids. And, uh, you know, you always have that small group. I, I say the 5% that, that may cause issues. But overwhelmingly, most of these kids are, are great kids, especially here in Rutherford County. You um, were the first head coach at Siegel, but you kind of retired from head coaching and just spent many years just in the classroom. I know you had some other athletic duties, but uh, that getting back into athletics had to be kind of exciting for you a little bit uh, as as an enticement for this AD job. Yeah, it was. It was really exciting, and uh, I noticed that uh, – <clears throat> being out of it for so long that a lot of things had changed. Mm. You know, there were a lot of uh, policy issues that that have taken place since I had left that uh, weren't in place when I was there. You know, so uh, that's one of the things that, you know, as an athletic director, you, you know, making sure that uh, compliance or, you know, procedures are being followed the right way. <clears throat> that's kind of the, some of the things that I have to deal with and uh, you know, it's interesting, the fact that as an athletic director, uh, a lot of schools or a lot of parents don't know that we have athletic directors at their schools. Uh, so that's something, um, you know, because I get a, a lot of phone calls from parents, and <clears throat> they may have an issue or concern, and sometimes I'll ask them, well, have you talked to the athletic director at your school? And they say, what athletic director? <laughs> you know, so, mm-hmm. So I have to let them know that, hey, you've got an athletic director at your school who maybe they can help you with this first, and then if that doesn't work, you know, try your administrator, then then I'll try to help you as much as I can. But, you know, I try to – I don't ever – I try to help them as much as possible. Parents – I get a lot of phone calls from parents, you know, about different things. It's not a, and it's not all negative things. Some of them are just questions, like about zoning issues and so forth. But – uh the athletic director piece, it's a, it's a lot of things you have to, I've had to uh, learn on the fly. And uh, some of the things I already knew from coaching procedurally about how things are supposed to be done. So uh, that's what I think has helped me in, in this position. We've got uh, Chris Harris joining us. He's the uh, athletics director for Rutherford County Schools. And uh, I, one more thing here about um, – about your time at Siegel, that I, and you may not know this, but uh, you taught my son in U.S. history, and um, we had a conversation. Oh, it's been several months ago now, but uh, talking about some of his time there, and and you were one of the teachers that had a tremendous impact uh, on him. And I know that has to. I'm, I'm not just telling you that to make you feel good, but that that's the passion that you were sharing a minute ago that you have for being around kids and not just coaching, but teaching. And th- that's a big part of coaching as well is, is teaching these people to be uh, uh, good men and women. Exactly. And that, yeah, I appreciate that. And that's, you know, you want you, uh, that's one reason I used to love teaching high school because these young people are getting ready to go out into their life. Uh, they have their whole future ahead of them. And I remember and the reason I share that brian is because i remember when i was in high school there was a not a quick story that, that there was a time i uh, as a freshman player i thought i was going to make the varsity and 
I've been practicing with the varsity until freshman season started. And I didn't make the varsity, and I was so upset. In fact, I got kind of choked up because I didn't get a uniform. And I remember right after that, I was so upset after practice was over. I didn't get a uniform, so I was going to have to play freshman ball. That's a little ego in there, too. Mm -hmm. And I knew I was better than some of those JV players. But I'll never forget the PE coach, the girls' PE coach, her name was Ruth Hankins. And she came up to me, I don't know, it was like later on the next day, she saw me in the hallway, and she just said, she came up to me and she said, Chris, you're going to be a great basketball player. And I said, and she said that out of nowhere. Hmm. And I never forgot that. That one statement meant so much to me at the right time. She made that one statement to me, and it lifted me up. Uh, and I was a pretty good basketball player in high school and enough to get a scholarship to where my parents didn't have to pay for it. But I'll never forget that. That was in 1974, my freshman year. And I still remember that to this day. She said that. So it always that always uh, stayed in my mind that when you're a teacher, something you say could be something that could lift some kid up that they're going to remember later on in life. So you always have to be careful what you say as a teacher and as a coach yeah uh, you're you're exactly right chris harris uh with us today on the prentice also heating and air coaches corner and we've been doing this coaches show chris since um 92 and while it says coaches show in the name that's that's what drives us is to um promote the kids and athletics here in rutherford county and um it, it it's such a special place to be and it, it, this this group of coaches that we have in the county not only your major sports, like you were saying, football and basketball, uh, baseball, softball, but uh, cross country. Uh, I, yeah. I know Phil Young at at at, at Siegel really well, and and boy, what a what a great job he does with with those young people, and just all the sports from cheer. I mean, there's a wide range, but it starts with great quality coaches, and we have a bunch of those. Yes, we have some outstanding coaches just all the all the way across the board, and I'm. And I, you know, the, sometimes these sports don't get the recognition that they deserve because we're in a, a state that kind of, you know, we're we're kind of a football state. And this is football in the South, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not uh, taking anything away from that. But we have some outstanding coaches who put in the same amount of time, the same, and may not get all the the accolades or recognition, but they are passionate about their sport. They're passionate about their players. And they have some of their parents put in the time, whether it be band, the extracurricular, the band, the uh, choir, or whatever it may be. These, uh, uh, I think Rutherford County has some of the best. And that's why people are moving here. Mm. You know, I mean, you think about it. It's not just athletics. but People are moving here for a reason. We have a great school system. Uh, and uh, I put it up against any in the state, and uh, that's why people are moving here in droves because they want to be here because we got great schools, great athletics, great fine arts. Uh, that's why people come to Rutherford County, and it's still busting at the seams right now. Chris, um, you know that you're you're the first full-time AD, and I know Tim Tackett did that uh, on a part-time basis for, for many years, but I, I think being in a full-time position now uh, allows maybe for – uh, taking athletics to the next level, uh, and now that you've almost got a, a year under your belt, what what are some of the things that you see that where you've had 
a chance for an impact. Uh, you know, I would think one thing might be helping with, you know, purchasing basketballs. You know, if you purchase basketballs for an entire county versus individual schools, that that might be a money saving thing. I don't know. What, what, just kind of give me some of your ideas on where you think this is going to go. Well, I, I think one of the if, if my biggest thing is, uh, I guess, is facilities is and that is you know trying to make sure that um i don't want to say equal access but Mm -hmm. we got to make sure that all our facilities are are where they need to be and what i mean it doesn't matter what section of the county you're in um so what i found is uh as i found here being uh, working in the position i'm in uh distribution of funds distribution of money is an issue. Uh, how can we get money to every school uh, the, the, where everybody has the, the same amount? Is there a way that, is it through booster clubs? Is it through fundraising? You know, each county, each section of the county should be able to have, should look the same. That's the way I would hope. That's a, a goal that I would want to have. So if I'm, and that, that includes middle schools as well. And so as I kind of surveyed the county, that's one thing I would like to see improve. We've got some outstanding facilities. Don't get me wrong. We've got some schools have great facilities. Some schools have good facilities. Some have average. I would like to see, um, and I know some of it's because you have some schools are able to generate more because of their donors, their boosters, and whatnot. I don't know how much the county itself can do out of the tax portion versus out of fundraising. That's where all the how do you mix that together? Um, that's the big question. That's, yeah. that's where uh, that's the question that has to be. We have to find a way to solve that. Um, so we can find that balance or happy medium i think that's a, a, a challenge for the for the for this term my my time as athletic director is to try to make sure that we all that everybody's uh facilities are up to par and you know we've got some high schools that are 40 pushing 50 years old and and then some brand new schools like rockvale so i mean there are obviously differences in the the age of facilities and I, I think we've done a really good job especially with our older campuses of of keeping them updated uh, and things but uh i mean that that has to be another challenge as well yeah keeping them updated and i know uh, what people have to understand is the decisions that you have to make uh here you know we've got an outstanding construction department they have to and uh the people who are over finance they have to make decisions on now, where do you put your priorities? Are you have a priority to fix and maintain? If that's a budget, you know you got to maintain your buildings and fix things. Uh, you know, if something breaks down, there's a budget for that. You got to fix and repair. And then, you know, are you going to add on buildings? Are you going to get rid of portables? There's there's that budget. And then, what about your athletic facilities? And say, well, some people will say, well, we need to focus on education. Well. If your athletic facilities are not up to par, then that could be a safety issue. Do you want, you know, so safety is a is something you need to be concerned about with your student athletes. So there's all kinds of things you have to put in there as a priority 
and everyone here cares uh, here at this central office cares about the world we see. So we're all trying to figure out, okay, where do we put the the dollars? Right. Well, I, you know, and I don't. I think a lot of people don't realize that an athletic facility is really a, a multi-use facility. I mean, you, you're going to use a football field for all kinds of sports, uh, from from track to you know uh, soccer and you know all, all types of sports. Some that aren't even TWSAA sports and lacrosse and things like that. But uh, it, it served as a place during the pandemic to have graduations i mean and and assemblies and things and so these are these are facilities that are are used by the community as well right exactly and uh and sometimes uh with uh junior pro and other things sometimes they're able to use what they still have to yeah most certainly and all that stuff. there's all kinds of you're right it, it is a lot of these facilities are community use facilities so it's not just uh it is for the whole community. So we want to make sure that all these things are yes, equally distributed and treated. Uh, it's all balanced and treated. Well, and I, I know it's a, a big job, Chris, and, and uh, you probably have felt like at times this first year has been like drinking from a fire hose and trying to learn all the things and compliance and and those those are are, are big things that uh, that you have to deal with. And uh, uh, but I'm I'm proud to. Uh, have a full-time AD here in Rutherford County. I'm proud that it's you, and uh, I do appreciate you spending some time with us today, and maybe we can do this a little more often. Yeah, I, I, I'd love to, and uh, I appreciate all the things that WGNS has done for our community and all the things that you guys do, uh, uh, recognizing our athletes and coaches. Uh, I appreciate all that. You all, uh, anytime that I can be of help to you guys, just let me know. Will do. Chris Harris, Rutherford County Athletics Director, joining us here today on the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner. Let's take a brief time out. We'll come back and wrap up our show here on this special Saturday morning edition coming up in a moment. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsa Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year-round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsa Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. For more than a century, the name Balfour has been synonymous with the traditions of truly memorable academic experiences. Class rings, yearbooks, letter jackets, and more. I'm Josh Houston, and today, Balfour, Tennessee is proud to bring these treasured products to students attending over 120 high schools and hundreds of elementary and middle schools in the Middle Tennessee area. We are proud to raise our family and run our business in Murfreesboro and are proud supporters of our local teams. Come see us at 1829 Memorial Boulevard. Balfour, Tennessee, online at balfourtn.com. It's the Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, David Wilson, Celeste Middleton, Dana Womack, and Jeannie Allman. 
Back here to wrap up our show here for this Saturday morning. Uh, I want to thank MTCS President Matt Tiller and Athletics Director Jason Piercy for being with us in the first hour and really enjoyed our conversation with uh, Rutherford County Athletics Director Chris Harris. We haven't done a a show like this uh, in particular, but thought there's so much going on in our county and would be kind of a great wrap-up for our Coach's Corner for this season as we gear up for spring sports. We've got some spring sports games planned uh, for you next week, and that'll take us right to May, and then we'll hiccup, and football season in August will be here in a brand-new school year. It does give me the opportunity here to thank a lot of folks. Uh, We've had several producers who have worked on this show uh, through the year. Uh, Dalton Barrett, my son, uh, appreciate his work this year. Zach Woodard has taken on a lot of responsibility for us, and uh, he has done a tremendous job. Jake Wallman has uh, been a producer on this show uh, as well within the last year. We just want to thank them. Of course, my broadcast partner, John Dinkins, for uh, all these many, many years. We've kind of lost count now. It's been since the mid uh, 90s we've been working together here and uh, tell you what couldn't do it without John for sure Uh, Monty Hill Jr. has been uh, helping in the last many years uh, and couldn't do it without him of course Clark Blair uh, principal out at McFadden has uh, been kind of a fill-in here when we needed him and appreciate that very much and we've introduced uh, Danny Brewer as well and uh, it, it takes a lot of people to make this work and uh, we certainly appreciate all of the work that those guys have given and um, giving up a Saturday morning is not easy to do and they they all do it very well so i do certainly appreciate them our friends over at donut country of course and uh, mcdonald's murfreesboro for supplying the breakfast and uh couldn't do it without all of our sponsors especially prentice also heating and air they have been uh, there have only been two title sponsors of this show since its inception in 1992 mullins jewelry and now prentice also heating and air and we certainly thank them and to all of our sponsors Thank you so very much for allowing us to bring Coach's conversation about the Rutherford County athletes right here to the county. I'm Brian Barrett. Enjoy your Saturday, and thanks for joining us here this morning.